five, six, oh. And this is this Thursday's edition of the show. I believe today is the 11th. Correct me if I'm wrong. Thursday is the 11th. We air on Thursdays at 10 and 6. So therefore, today is the 12th. No, 11th. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Do I hear 13? Do I hear 14? No, nah, man. You don't want to talk about my weekend. My weekend's too busy for even me. Ah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Welcome to this Thursday's edition of the show here on 103.5 FM WNHHLP. We're talking sports, and I am going to put out a disclaimer right now that basically this show is going to ride on Tony McClain's shoulders. Good Lord. I don't have a TV, so I have not seen any NBA. I have no idea what's going on in the world besides my phone. Were you hanging out with Matt Harvey over the weekend? (laughs) Who's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tony McLean is my guest today. He is my sports guru, and I'm happy to have him back here in the studio because we are going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the NBA, but we want to talk first. We're going to delve right into it because I guess this is partial NBA talk, right? Um, If the check clears. If the check clears. Well, I don't know. Who are you getting a check from? No, 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 I'm talking. It ain't me. It ain't me. I'm not. I'm not selling eight hundred dollars sneakers. Well, let's talk about Lonzo and Lavar Ball. Now, the dad is Lavar, correct? Mm-hmm. There you go. And he and Harry and I'm, I were I'm having. Sorry, this I'm sorry. I think he's Lonzo. He's Lonzo. I'm okay. sorry, Lonzo. Harry and I were having this conversation just before you walked in. The fact that he is one of those parents who believes that all his basketball playing sons are going to be the best thing since sliced bread in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Now, on the flip side of that, we've seen it. We've seen it with Tiger's dad. We saw it with the Williams sisters dad. So is this exaggeration on his part? Because you got to remember, too. When. His son comes up for the draft. It's rumored that he's going to be one of the top two. Oh, he's going to be. He, uh, he's if he's gonna, not number one. He may right? not be number one, but he's definitely going to be a lottery pick. And and you're a thousand percent correct. There's, you know, fundamentally, there's no difference between uh, Richard Williams and uh, Earl Woods. But I, the, the difference between uh, this guy is that. He's made, you know, he's made himself the story instead of his kids. His kids can, you know, more than likely his kids can play. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I saw UCLA a I bunch keep, of times. This yeah. year. They can play. And see, because this is a, you know, it's a guard-oriented league now. So if the kid can score a little bit and can get the ball to folks, he'll be fine. But see, you know, with the NBA, it depends on where you go to. Yeah. If he, he's, he's got to go to the right situation. Where's he in school now? UCLA, okay. they, they got they got eliminated by uh, Kentucky. Right, 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 right. And, and and of course everybody's you know dan- you know was uh, dancing the happy dance when that all happened. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is with ball is, and unfortunately, us folks in the media are just as guilty too. I don't need to see him on first take. I don't need to see him on mm. these talk shows or whatever. At the end of the day, he's the man sitting next to the man, sitting next to the man, sitting next to the man. Right. I don't need to hear ball. 
Now, if his sons want to talk or whatever, that's cool. Because, see, when I go to the games or when I watch the games, I ain't watching Alonzo Ball. Right. I'm watching the kids. watching his son. But, I mean, on one hand, did we, we've already seen this show. Yeah, and see, and, and but see, the thing is, even uh, Cam Newton's dad, mm-hmm. not 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 as I mean, not I as mean, much. I'm, no, not Cam. I mean, look, Cam uh, Cam's dad's like uh, Howard Hughes compared to this guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, we, we we knew about you know the money aspect right, and everything, right. but see, Ball has put himself. You know, when you go on when you, this way, my biggest problem with him, I got none. To, you know, I have no problem with him pushing his kids because society. Look. We right. all, we all, you know, society, we all know how society wants to try to deal with black men, whether they be young, old, mm-hmm. or my age. And what he, to me, him showing his love and whatever for his kids, got, got no problem with all of that. But when you allow yourself to become the story, that's the thing. And then you go after Jordan, and then you go after uh, LeBron James, Talking about how oh, he would have beaten him. I mean, it's 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 like you know, bruh, come on. Yeah, but Tony, you sound like everybody else back in the day with the Williams sisters. But see, but it's it's and kind of, you know, and, and Tiger's father wasn't so much l- that way as much as he was promoting a mythology. Yeah, yeah. See, a thought. See, Earl 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 lost it when he said that um, Tiger was going to be you know bigger than life and 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 all this other. Right. See. There's a level, and, and 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 the thing is, see, my thing is, you're there on much like us as kids are there on the shoulders of our parents. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, let, let, let's be honest, we we only know about Mr. Ball because of the sons. Because of the sons. So you know, after a while, it becomes a thing of okay, you know how when you have a conversation with somebody and you know the conversation's over, mm-hmm. and they don't. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> That's that's basically where we're at with Mr. Ball. And again, again, everything is in, is is in contingent on you know him pushing his sons and everything like that. But there comes a time when you got to just you know let go. Yeah, yeah. Especially especially in a situation when because with the way the NBA is and with the media being nasty, spiteful, and looking to just start any old thing he just add it just adds it just adds to it you think than, it's it's fuel it's fuel to the oh, fire yeah. you got you got folks saying oh he's going to be drafted lower because of his dad i'm not drafting the dad i'm drafting the kid but tony we know sometimes stuff works like that oh sure i i, I get that and see you know what if if uh, my thing is and again i'm not trying to play both sides but if someone's not going to draft him because of the dad shame on you yeah, because at the end, you know, at the end, you know, dad can be muzzled in a sense. You don't, you know, you, you, I mean, I'm not saying you got to ban him from the whatever, but it's like at the end of the day, you're dealing with the kid, and I think the kid's gonna be a good ball player. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mind seeing him. I wouldn't mind seeing him in blue, orange, and white. But that's mm-hmm. that's probably but that's happened. a different but you, story. But you know what? I I wouldn't even want to push all of that drama on him at this point in time and now well i'm not so sure that Mm -hmm. his daddy and whoever the next knicks coach is is probably going to get along really well now that his daddy's going to have the opportunity to chew the fat with the coach well see the thing is see they have a his they have a pending um reality show now and to me that's like that's a that's a big red flag 
Yeah. Because, you know, let's put it this way. Um, Michael Sam had a pending um, reality show mm-hmm. with Oprah. We all know. You How know, that Mike, turned out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would hate to see that happen to the kid. Yeah. And when you add on the $600 shoes and, and, and everything, because, I mean, look, we, you know, Jordan's, you know, Jordan's ugly shoes were were overpriced when they first came out as well. At some point, you'll be able to get them. What? But my thing, my thing is, if these guys are really thinking, I would think they would have used the Stefan Marbury approach. Mm. Now, you know, folks who may not be when Stefan Marbury came out with his own line of shoes, but he made them. I think it was like fifteen or nineteen bucks, and his thing was, look, you know, I came from poverty. I know where that's coming right. from. So right. I'm gonna sell my sneakers. I may not. I may not sell as many. Didn't Shaq have it, a pair of sneakers too? I think I even came out with a <laughs> pair of sneakers, and I wasn't told. But you know, all the big name, you know, all the big name guys have signature shoes. You know, every you know, right? Um, Everybody does. So, so I mean, so so the concept of it, and you know, LeBron signed a big old contract with Nike before mm-hmm. he even played a day with right. the Cavs. Right. But it's. The thing is, it's different in the sense because, to me, the difference in this instance is he's trying to make it all about him while using the guise of saying this is about my kids. And that's, that's you know, I think that's where it could wind up hurting but, them. But again, my question to you is, or the statement is, is it really different than the superstars that we've seen over the past 20 to 25 years? Because these guys have a track record. These kids, I mean, getting to the, you know, getting to the Sweet 16 is one thing. Mm-hmm. Beating the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals, another. That's, a whole, that's a whole other McGillah. Yeah. And see, that's, the, you know, you've got to have done something before you can proclaim yourself to be, you know, the who all and whatever and everything like that. Especially in the NBA, especially in the NBA, because, I mean, you got people now that are still beating up LeBron, mm-hmm. and LeBron's got a few titles, mm-hmm. and if they get to the finals again, if he gets to the finals again, he's going to be the first guy ever to uh, do seven straight finals. I mean, even now, Russell, mm-hmm. Magic, Michael, all them guys, they didn't do that. Yeah, That's, that's you know, I mean... Yeah, and I and I and I can hear the critics now. Oh, he's only three and three in the finals, but he got there. Right, they're guys. They're right. guys. They're guys who have been anointed quicker, far more, and they haven't done half. They yeah. haven't done half the the work. And remember, Michael took two years off, so he would have been an eight, possibly, possibly. But see, but Michael, but but look, but look how long it took. It took Mike seven years to get to that first one, though, because you know. If you remember that first team in Chicago. Yeah, they stunk. Oh, man. They were horrible. I mean, you know, Quentin Daly, um, David Greenwood. Yeah. Grandpa. Was it was Oak there, Charles Oakley? Later. See, but see, that's the thing. Even even look, even Mike needed his pippin. I mean, everybody no. Nobody wins the title by themselves. Correct. Now, LeBron this way. I've always felt that the eighth wonder of the world was how he got that cleveland team to the finals years <laughs> back with daniel marshall right and uh uh, uh booby gibson mm-hmm. i mean i you know i still have to check the tape on that and see how, how did he do that? that to me 
he gets in the Hall of Fame just on getting that team to the finals. And with no, and with no point guard, because his point guard oh. was hurt. <laughs> well, you know, that's teamwork, though. That's what it's supposed to be about. And, 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 and see, that's the thing. See, even, even as great as Michael was, Michael couldn't get out of the first round. Right. Michael couldn't get up until, until the Oakleys and the Levinstons and the Paxtons and the Pippins. Show, show, there. Michael, Michael couldn't get out of the first round. Yeah. And but but that's but see that's the whole that's the whole deal though that you, you know you know you know that going in the way I mean even as great as Wilt was Wilt yeah. couldn't be you know R- Russell always had Kuzi or or uh, Charmin or what have you right now when he wound up going to L A and playing with Baylor and playing with West and then when he went to Philly and played with you know uh, Gus Johnson and others mm-hmm. nobody and 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 the same thing with Shaq even though him. Even though him and Kobe will probably pimp slap each other all later the time, on, yeah, they wouldn't have won. They wouldn't have won without each other. Now, yes, right. they both won one title separate, separately. But Kobe had to have Gasol, and way and and to a lesser extent, people will tell you maybe it was way. It was more of Wade than it was Shaq when they won the mm-hmm. one title in Miami. But yeah. but, but that I mean. Everybody needs a Robin. Everybody needs a Tonto. Everybody needs a you know. I mean, you you you. Nobody wins the title by themselves. Nobody. So I'm looking at the sneaker, and it's okay. I don't know what will make it four hundred ninety five dollars. Not even. Not even if you put tax annuities and you had you know a couple of pieces of loose change on there. It's called the Zoe 2 Prime. Mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball autographed shoes are also being sold for $995, along with a pair of sandals with his logo on top bless for $220. God bless him. So, it's the Big Baller brand. And uh, on Twitter, on May 4th of this year, it says, Independence is beautiful. We are proud to present the Zoe to wet. And that has a purplish hue to it. Like they're in a box and I guess the box glows kind of like purple. Four so ni- the sneaker four ninety five it should open itself up. <laughs> and put itself on your yeah, feet. Yeah, matter of fact, if they don't fit, they should ought to be able to you know they should ought to just fit it so that it, you know, you can wear it make it a, it should be one size fits all, basically. <laughs> but they're in some kind of plastic container, and it glows purple underneath, and then they're autographed. So he's sort of so he's sort of tipping his hand as to where he wants to go, I guess. I huh? guess because the interior of the sneaker is gold, but it's it's bl- it's a black looking sneaker. Well, well, Lakers alternate jerseys are black. Ah, uh, and of course their main colors are. Purple and I should know and that I'm a Lakers fan. I should know that. Only, only, only you know, are you with them winter time? Listen, I'm with them. I'm with them. I've been with the Lakers since Norm Nixon. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. But, so oh, I go, go that far. Aren't the Raptors purple too? Huh? The Raptors? No one. Toronto. Uh, they're, they're they're in Canada. No one no one talks yeah, about Canada. He may want to be you know Canadian. Only only Drake wants to be Canadian. <laughs> from what I can gather. <laughs> so, the slides look like average slides. The only thing to me with this logo on the slide, mm-hmm. it looks like a stencil. Mm-hmm. So, y- you know, you're paying what? 
what's the cost of them? Two twenty. Mm-hmm. And is that I, I'm with, sorry, is that I can't with show with you that, radio with folks. With, with, well, I, I've seen them. I have mean, you seen them? I mean, Harry, have you seen them? Let me show Harry. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, it's it's. These are the slides. Look, we you know, oh, wow. they're, they're the new hover slippers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they have to be right. Put, put it this way: somebody at Pro Kids is giggling their butts off. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, know what? I, hey, look, PF Flyers, right? The, well, look, we run, ha- look. jump faster, look, run look, harder. Look, it was sta- it was a status symbol to have Chuck Taylor on your feet right. back in the day. Right now, it's still cool. Yeah, I know. And 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 now well, that's because they, they they you know rebranded stuff. So sure, sure. I still don't know who Chuck Taylor is to this day, <laughs> but. <laughs> I know that you know when I think of when I think of Converse All Stars, I think of Chuck Taylor. You think of Chuck Taylor, but 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 see, it, it, it's he wasn't of, a Celtic. Um, I'm gonna look it up. You know, we'll keep talking, you're, but we'll you're, look. You're it up. thinking of Chuck Connors, the old Rifleman. No, I know who I know who Rifleman is. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you I know was, he played he played with the Celtics. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he played with the Celtics. Wow, Ma- you know, did not know that. Yeah, matter of fact, uh, answer to a great trivia question: mm-hmm. who's, He was the first guy to actually break a backboard. In the NBA, wow. not, not Daryl Dawkins. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you can so so when you go to your next uh, you know, your next uh, pool party, you can stump them. I with can that stump again. on that one, huh? Mm-hmm. But now it's it's again, and I don't want to try to beat them up too much. But you know, this whole thing of you really think sneakers. it's more about the dad than you do his sons. You know what? When I heard that they were going to do the reality show, to me that was a big red flag mm-hmm. because you know I, I'm just. I, I'm not into the whole. Rea- I mean, I get enough reality from the six o'clock news. They're not gonna. I don't. I don't need. I don't need any, you know, perpetrated drama. He's gonna have enough drama dealing with you know trying to make the transition from college to the pros. It yeah. looks like he should be able to, but we've seen so many kids that right. look like they could be the real they deal. Make, yeah. They and can then, make the transition. And, and, yeah, and then you come and wind up you're you know you're playing basketball in Turkey somewhere. Yeah. In the yeah. no disrespect of Turkey uh, basketball, basketball in Turkey. Basketball, but, but they're trying to be where the Americans are. So sure, sure. And, and and see they have you know, they've with with, with with all the with all the hype that the dad is pushing, mm-hmm. you know, if he look look, if the kids has a, a a small misstep, they're gonna be all on him anyway, right. whether it's fair or not. But even more so when you realize that they're just, I mean, they're literally, you know, you got guys in the league that are literally waiting to see if they can, you know, what, what do you think Draymond Green and guys like that are <laughs> saying you know, behind the scenes about this kid? Well, you know, I, I always wonder when someone comes in with all of this machismo and hype behind them, you know, how fellow players that are on a team with that person are going to feel. It takes a while. Remember, remember, uh, Jordan got famously snuffed out in the All Star game by Isaiah Thomas and right. a bunch of folks back in the day. So, right. so there's all sorts of professional jealousy, whether it's you know whether it's you know stop and shop or the NBA. You know, people are just going to be like, "Oh, you new kid," but you know, the thing is, especially with the NBA, I want to go too far off, but I remember watching the uh, the 50th the uh, 50th anniversary mm-hmm. uh, celebration a few years back, mm-hmm. and when you think about it, this league has survived Chamberlain leaving, mm-hmm. Russell leaving, Dr. J leaving, and so on. I mean, and so on and so on, and the league has endured. 
you know, as good as Ball may wind up being, at the end of the day, he's just going to be another guy. I mean, now will he? You know, will he be will able he to whatever? elevate? Yeah, that's a whole. Other, that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. I think the best thing for him is because the league has become more of a guard-oriented type league. He's got a chance to, you know, if he is as good as they make him out to be, mm-hmm. he's got a chance to make a couple bucks. So, there is a player who goes to Boston. Boston Red Sox. We're switching gears here, folks. We're going into baseball now. Okay? And it seems more than once in Boston, he's had slurs. He's had the bird flipped at him. We all know from Jackie Robinson's history that certain things were done to throw a person off their game. And it's ironic you mentioned Jackie because the Red Sox were one of the teams that had the first chance to get Jackie and Willie Mays and passed on and passed, passed on. on both of them. And you, th- you, th- you think their history might have changed a, a tad a bit tad. If, uh, if they had had a Willie Mays and or and or a uh, Jackie, Jackie Robinson, Robinson on the roster? But you look, it's the whole, you know, no one wants... Adam Jones, Adam Jones name, for the by the way, mm-hmm. for it's, Baltimore. Put it this way. It's the whole, it's the, it's the whole dirty secret that nobody wants, everybody wants to try to, you know, deflate. A lot of it, because, you know, when the Red Sox, you know, won their last three titles the last few years, you know, they had, I mean, their, their most prominent player was Big Poppy. Mm-hmm. And Manny Ramirez, and you know, but the, they're not considered black. <laughs> and, and, and see, and, and see, that's just my point. That's they're just not, my point. Because see, because see, there's so, so and, and, you know. and again, but see, the thing is, Hispanic ball players have had to go through, yeah, just as much, maybe even more so. Because um, you know, Roberto Clemente used to always say, and, and excuse my language when I say this, I got to go through double. I, I'm I'm a double nigga in a sense because I'm dark skinned. And I'm Spanish. Mm-hmm. Now, this was now Roberto Clemente is one of the ten greatest players that's ever put on a uniform in, mm-hmm. in Major League history. Mm-hmm. And people didn't give this man his due until later in his career in the '71 World Series, and then when he got his uh, 3,000 hit. And the thing about it is, this is a guy that I mean, I personally, you know, I know that they've retired Jackie's number 42. Right. I think I think to to honor the greatest Hispanic ball players, I think you got to do the same thing for Roberto. Well, you know that goes back to you know because sometimes sometimes movies reflect real life, and you got to remember in Bingo Long and the Traveling All Stars, where Richard Pryor's trying to break the color barrier, tried to break the color barrier, mm-hmm. his character, and he went from being a Negro to being Cuban to being Native American. All in one movie, yeah, yeah, just so yeah. he could play, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. or kind of move up in the league. And and it's funny because see, I've been lucky enough to interview a bunch of Negro leaguers over the years. Mm-hmm. Some of them can't stand that movie only because right. of the sh- the shucking and the shucking jiving. and jiving. Because see, their thing was, you know, the Negro leagues was the epitome. Yeah, for them, you yeah. know, they had, you know, they didn't want to be the next Joe DiMaggio. They didn't want to be the next Babe Ruth. They wanted to be the next Josh Gibson. They wanted yeah. to be the next Satchel Paige. They wanted yeah. to be the next uh, cool Papa Bell. Because, and see, 
they're the the great thing about them was okay you don't want us to play no problem we'll come up with our own league and mm-hmm. we'll be better mm-hmm. and i say all that because i have a love-hate relationship with baseball i it's my favorite sport i will i will come out and say baseball is my favorite sport i will watch a baseball game in the middle of the day over a bunch of stuff you know i because i'm you know I'm, I'm a baseball i've been a baseball guy for years. i mean i like my football i like my basketball but i've been a baseball junkie for years but when you look at the history of blacks and hispanics in this sport all that incident in boston does is just it just reinforces the fact that they look at a lot of blacks and hispanics as subservience to the game even though the game would not be the game it is, it is yeah. without their contributions. Yeah. The game would not be the game without Jackie. The game would not be the game without uh, Roberto Clemente or Louis Tiant or Bob Gibson or Willie Mays or Orlando Cepeda. I could go on. Uh, I, can, I can do mm-hmm. this all day. And that's the thing that this incident in Boston reinforces. So what is what has Jones's reaction been to this? Because it sounds like He's done this more than once, or well, see, it's happened to him more thing, than once. See, the thing is, with the black ball players, look, they know certain places, you know, they're going to have to put up with some mess. Boston's usually on that One list. Of them. And sometimes it's on top of that list. You know, CeCe you know, Sabathia with the Yankees confirmed that. So, Other players have and everything like that. So in your, in your esteemed opinion. No, I don't put esteem on it. <laughs> What happens with somebody like Big Poppy? Because Big Poppy is not necessarily considered African American, he gets a pass. It's 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 a you know what? I'll give you an example and if it offends folks, so be it. And it's ironic because his number is being retired this weekend. Derek Jeter. Mhm. Great Yankee you know, legendary Yankee, mm-hmm. all that other stuff. You know, everything like Captain. that. Captain, Captain, everything else. Derek Jeter is white enough so that the white fans are okay with it, mm-hmm. and he's black enough so that the black fans can say, "Hey, we got one of our own on there." Mm-hmm. Now, I say all that because even though Elston Howard was the first black man to play for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, the real first black player for the Yankees was Reginald Martinez Jackson mm-hmm. because of what he had to go through, because of the hoopla. Bringing, now, yeah, they had black players. They had Chris Chambliss. They had Al Downing. Uh, they had Charlie Spikes. I remember playing down here in, uh, for the West Haven uh, Yankees. But Reggie was the first because, if you remember... When the Yankees got smoked in the 76 World Series by the Reds, that was something that never, you know, Yankee fans weren't used to that. You know, these yeah. are folks that grew up with Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris and right. Whitey Ford. And, all, and they were like, just got smoked by the damn Reds. <laughs> we need somebody. And Reggie was, Reggie was the guy. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, he didn't ingratiate himself early on and everything. But see, a lot of it had to do with, because see, the whole dynamic with the Yankees was when they were dominating in the 40s and 50s. Were, well, we're the best. We're, we don't need black ball players. Right. Because we're, 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 we're the Yankees. We're the Yankees. We're the Yankees. We're the see, Yankees. And see, the, the crazy thing is, Elston Howard was like a two or three time um, International League MVP. Mm-hmm. Because their whole thing was, well, we got Yogi Berra. We don't need, you know, we don't right. need 
But the thing was, this guy, in his own right, was probably a Hall of Fame player. The only reason, unfortunately, some of his years um, were left in the minors. And also, ironically, to go back to our conversation, he began his career as a Kansas City Monarch for, 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 for a season. Mm, so, everything, okay. so everything always comes back to, the, comes Negro back leagues, to the, to the Negro Leagues. leagues. But I say all that is that, see, the Yankees, the Red Sox, established, you know, they're, they're the establishment in a sense. Mm-hmm. And their attitude has always been, yeah, you know, we don't really need black ball players. Anything. And, and, and the thing is, we don't really have a black fan base anyway. Because, see, the other nasty little secret about baseball history that people don't want to talk about, when the Dodgers moved right. uh, from Brooklyn to L.A., had nothing to do with their attendance. Had nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you know, indirectly, it had indirectly. nothing to do with their attendance. It had nothing to do with their popularity. It had nothing to do with them losing money. Mm. Their fans got blacker. The white neighborhood that Brooklyn began in became blacker. People didn't want to go to the games as much. Now, even though bringing in Jackie and Don Newcomb and uh, Roy Campanella made them a great, they were a good team that became a great team, even though they couldn't beat the Yankees. <laughs> they, you know, those, bringing those Negro Leaguers in elevated that team to a certain level, but it wasn't good enough for O'Malley. Basically, where the Mets play right now at City Field, that's exactly, literally to the brick. That's the stadium that he wanted back in 56. He said, look, I got a small stadium here. I seat 35,000. Give me something out there where my fan base is, i.e. white folks, give me 10,000 other seats. I'm good. I'm good. And if they had gotten City Field basically in 1957, 58. They would have stayed? The Mets would, we, we, there'd, be, you know, no, there'd be no Mets. There would be no New York Mets. Or they would have come later. No. There would no, be no, there I don't would think be no Mets be no at New all? York Mets. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because really? Brook, see, people forget, you know, the thing about the Brooklyn Dodgers, Brooklyn was more, it was more of a, you know, it was, it was a different time in baseball in the sense where baseball was clearly the national pastime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just, you know, you got to remember, New York had three teams. They had the Yankees, they had the Giants, and the Dodgers. Now, I don't know if you, that, that, that's another reason why I say you probably wouldn't have the Mets. You probably would have what you have now, one American League team, one National League team. And that would be it. And, yeah, but. I say I say all that is that to put it all in a nutshell and try to bring it all in, in the focus. Baseball's relationship or lack thereof with blacks and Hispanics always is reinforced when you see incidents like this in Boston, and they go on in different cities. I know that, but see, especially in Boston, because in many ways the Red Sox are more arrogant than the Yankees mm. and, and they've gotten even worse over the last few years with the three titles because they played that woe is me thing for years <laughs> now that they've won some titles now now they got some swag back you know what they you know the, the, uh, the owner you know when they were in the process of trying to win the titles they called the Yankees the evil empire yes guess what <laughs> you evil empire 2.0 when you can go out and get, you know, David Price, when you can go out and get a a, a, a sale, when you can go and renovate uh, Fenway Park and see, here's the other nasty little secret. 
their 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 uh their network uh, Nesson. Yeah, yeah. And you know the Yankees have Yes Network. Guess who's been around longer? Nesson. Bingo. Almost twenty years before Yes came out. Mm-hmm. So who's the evil empire? You're not supposed to think about it that way. Oh, no, 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 no. We're supposed to, you know, we're, we're supposed to be sitting at home watching Empire. You know, you know how that is. Huh? We ain't supposed to know the all Pay no attention to the man behind uh-huh. the curtain. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't emperor, matter. The emperor looks good. What is that? Oh, oh my goodness. So, switching gears again. Uh-huh. NBA. Uh. Now, full disclaimer again. I have not. I've seen, I think, one game, and I saw um, well, you're confessing. the Boston, Boston you're, and Washington game. You're confessing more than James Comey, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. One, I watched one game. I saw Washington and Boston. Which game was it? Was it at Washington? It was the game, yeah, was it, was and it Washington the, won. Oh, was, that, was this the, was this the uh, last week Olympic, sometime? Was this the Olympic game uh, where you set the uh, nasty pick and the kid yes. got kicked out? Ah, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Saw that game. Mm-hmm. But, and you and I have this conversation every time you come on, it's not the NBA to me. Yeah, a lot. Well, it's it's funny because see that game sort of brought back some of the old, like the old, well, old, you know, the, 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 old, the, old the old, the old no layup rule, right. Not in effect and everything like that. <laughs> that was that was that was actually kind a of cool. And, and of course, the Celtics are right in the middle of it, right? You know? But again, yeah, it's it's, and you're not alone. There's a, there's a lot of people that aren't too crazy about this generation's NBA. And they all seem to go after LeBron because of it too. They 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 look at him as sort of the symbol of of it. But I'm I'm thinking, wait a minute, why? why him? But I don't I don't I don't blame LeBron. Mm-hmm. I think what happened, and it happened actually about 20 years ago mm-hmm. when you bought in people like Allen Iverson who did not play a traditional game. Allen Iverson was a good fundamental player though and that's the difference no. people don't real no but people no. you know you always hear ah you know he was this he was that mm-hmm. he was a thug but but he had fundamentals he had the skills where he could stand on the free throw the free throw line there you go and hit a shot and 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 where did he go to school at? Georgetown. Well, see that's and see that's another because see their anger they they see Allen they see John and then they see and then mm-hmm. and then that gets their old dander up as well. But see that's the thing. See, and again, he really go, ushered in the new era. Well, yeah, yes and no. But see, the thing is, he brought it in, but the league wouldn't embrace it. Right. And therein and therein, and therein, and therein, lies, and therein the lies the problem. Because see again, the NBA. Again, I always I always hearken back to the you know to the fiftieth anniversary, and the thing that always got me when I was watching all this like this league has sur- you know this league has survived so many you know great mm-hmm. players leaving and it's always sustained itself, and those players were always embraced by the league. When AI came in, he wasn't embraced. Now the hip hop culture and the right. young kids embraced him. And then we're now going in there into their 40s. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they're and going so, into see, their 40s. And, 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 so, and, and, and is it any excuse that this new league that Ice Cube is starting 
has a lot of those guys, including Allen Iverson as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's mm-hmm. you know you know it, all they're doing is reliving their childhood, just yeah. like just like everybody else. But but again, see, as we've seen with the NFL, with NBA, with, unfortunately, you know, it's it's a corporate thing. Remember, remember when they when yeah, they, when, marketing. They, when they I'd agree with that. You know, their thing was in their mind's eyes. We can't sell Allen Iverson to white folks in Iowa. So when they had him on the cover of their magazine, they airbrushed his tats. They they got a picture of him pre uh, draft day when he still when he still had a little haircut like mine when I had hair back in the day, <laughs> and that and that's how they tried to they thought they tried to push him. But again. You know, you got to know your audience. And I think that's the biggest problem with the NBA over the years is that they've never tried to recognize their audience. And they still try to, they still want to push to, look, all four of these leagues, you know, the four majors, Mm -hmm. they always try to push to the non-sports fan. Now, the non-sports fan has varied over the years because I think in the NFL now, you have more females that watch mm-hmm. the NFL now than before. Some of it is fantasy league related. Some of it is because the NFL uh, yeah, sells I anything and everything. I've been in a fantasy league in a while. Well, no, yeah. I, you know, see, I, I, I started I, I, out. I did. I didn't do bad. It's all. It's, bad. it's 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 numbers. It's you know you're, it you're, you're chasing numbers. It's it's not real. It is again. That's another two out. That's another hour <laughs> show we, we can we can do. But indeed, the thing is. These leagues, they get so caught up corporately, they don't, look, they don't give a damn about Joe Fan anymore. You know, you look at the prices, you look at the prices on, on tickets. Yeah, luckily, I was going to bring that up. But see, luckily, we've got MLB TV. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we've got NBA um, League Pass. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's how, that's how fans can be season ticket holders as far as i'm concerned because i always look at it as like if you've got cable you basically are a season ticket holder. like let's just take comcast new haven for example not trying to give them a plug but <laughs> if you've got comcast you've got the yes network you've got sny you have nesson mm-hmm. and then you have various um regional sports but then you also have the ability to get nba tv nfl network MLB network and NHL uh, network. So as far as I'm concerned, when you look at your cable bill at the end of the month, you you are a season ticket holder. You mm. may not physically be at the game, but the money you're spending on cable or satellite dish or whatever, you're a season ticket holder. And But see, here's the rub. These leagues would rather appeal to the corporate folks, understandably, but most importantly, they would rather appeal to the foreign folks. That's why you. That's why you see them. That's why you see this influxion of euros in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's why the NFL, for some god awful reason, feels the need to play a six a game or seven games in, in London, London every year. But see, Snorfest. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Because you know why? Because see, those folks are getting sophisticated. They don't want to look. They're like the folks in Jacksonville. I don't want to watch the Jaguars every week. <laughs> Why are you pushing? You got to bring the Cowboys down here. You got to bring yeah. the Steelers down here. You yeah. got to bring the Patriots down here. Now they've been there on, a, but see, after a while they're gonna say like, "Look, I ain't watching the Lions and the Jaguars 
and the Texans every time. I, you know, I'm a sophisticated football fan now. You can't, you know, you can't sell me a bill of goods and call it NFL football. Even and even the NBA, even the NBA has sort of tempered their foreign games over the years now. Now. There's some talk. I know when Rob Manfred came in on the, in the MLB, mm-hmm. they were talking about starting the season over in London mm-hmm. in a couple of years from now. Now, look, baseball ain't got too many traditions left that they still uphold. Can we at least keep opening day over here in the damn states? So, okay, bring it back to basketball. Mm-hmm. Bring it back to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Who's going to give... Cleveland the hardest way to get to the Warriors, and who's going to give the Warriors the hardest way to get to Cleveland? Well, in the East it should be Boston because they are the number one seed. People keep forgetting, although although that's, that's sort just of, unbelievable. That's sort of, well, no, that's it, just like basically, basically. I haven't I haven't imagined the, the Celtics well, playing ba- since Paul basic, Pierce. Look, basically, <laughs> basic, basically, Cleveland is paying for two bad weeks of basketball. Okay. That's basically why. And no disrespect to Boston. Boston's about a year away to me. A year away. And From really scorer. being on that level? They need another guy. I, you know, Isaiah may have a massive one before the playoffs is over because he doesn't have anybody else. To, he's, he's sort of where Michael was pre-Pippin, pre-whatever. Okay. But he's got enough role players where they can uh, whatever. Interchange people. You know, you put another scorer there, another dominant type player there, Boston becomes prominent. And there's so... Boston is good. Are they a number one seed? Only, only, in, only on paper. And in the West, I guess it's the Spurs if they if they can get by Houston. <laughs> but see again, it's it's look look we all we all we all know it's the Cav it's it's the it's the Cavs. Cavalier Warrior Invitational for lack of a better word you know barn 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 something crazy now unless. Uh, Kwawe Leonard just just you know morphs into George Gervin, Tim Duncan, and and uh, David Robinson all by himself. So now now now, now, now Ginobili had a good game the other night, but see they just lost Parker for the rest of the playoffs, and he was starting to come around. Oh. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. So, so it's tough. It's going to be, be tough. interesting. Well, it's 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 weird because see again. Again, if you get these two teams again, this is three years straight. Mm-hmm. Now, even the Lakers and Celtics didn't do three years straight. Right. You know, somebody right. always would, you know, knock right. them off along the way. And look, could it conceivably happen? Sure, of course. You know, what's the, the whole mantra, especially in the NBA, playoffs, you know, the series doesn't start until the home team loses. Now, in the Boston-Washington series, basically – uh, everybody's held um, held court. You yeah. know, Boston won their two at home. Washington won their two at home. So Wednesday night will be you know they 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 have all these figures about uh, game five winners win. I think it's like sixty five percent of the uh, Some, series yeah, or something yeah. like that. So conceivably, whoever wins game five, but but you know we've seen you know we've seen teams go in and win game sevens. You know, Philly went in there, did that in '81. Knicks did that in '73. Matter of fact, I think that's the last game the Knicks actually won. But <laughs> that's a again, that's another that's another hour show. But now you now you now you're discrediting the Knicks and Indiana series. Oh no! Uh, look, 
only a Nick, hey, only a, a Nick, Nick fan, only can, a do Nick that. fan can, can discredit okay. uh, the Knicks. Yeah. All right. Now, we'll, I, mean, I won't beat bloody anybody else that says it, but that's, <laughs> you know. So, switching gears again. Sure. Colin Kaepernick. What's going to happen? Because it seems everybody is getting signed and they're still penalizing him for his politics. I even got a call from the Jets. That's how bad it's gotten. <laughs> they're looking for a they're looking for uh, for a training camp fodder apparently. But but not you know it sort of goes back to what I was saying before in regards to corporate. Yeah. He, you know, they look. He's, you know, he's being punished for being a black man that has his own mind. Can't have that. Well, you know, it, it's almost as if, because I was trying to, I had a conversation with a couple of folks about the whole Jim Brown, Muhammad Ali uh, get together. Mm-hmm. I believe it was in Cleveland. 1967. It was, matter of fact, no, uh, they got together right after he was stripped of the, for the crown. It was, right. it, was, it was Jim Brown. It was a bunch of people. You know, it was Jim a Brown, bunch of, yeah, it was Kareem, like 10, 12 people. Uh, Bobby Mitchell, John Wooten, you know, matter of fact, that's one of, um, on my, on my Google Plus page, that's my cover, that, 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 that picture, that, that iconic of the picture. Con- of the that's, press that's, conference. Yes. So, I don't understand. I guess it is, though, the fact that nobody wants to lose their money. Nobody wants to stand behind this man and say, you know what? I support what he has done because he's put his money where his mouth is. Not only has he said black kids aren't being treated fairly, black people aren't being treated fairly in this Mm -hmm. country. He has gone out and donated and given money. And see, think about how this story has been manipulated from day one. Now, I, I made it a point to when he did the protest, I made it a point to watch his news conference mm-hmm. after the game. Now, of course, the first thing, the first thing that the media did was, oh, this is this is a disrespect to veterans and this is a yeah. the first thing out of his mouth. I got no it's not about the veterans. I got problems with black people uh, black guys being shot in the street. But you would think, end of story. But and see and see the NFL sort of showed showed themselves yeah in this because they tried to make it out like he was, you know, going after the veterans. But see, again, nasty, another nasty little secret. The NFL has these uh, branches of the government paying them to, you know, advertise, to, to push the product. Mm-hmm. So when you see all them flyovers and you notice how the first part of the year, they actually showed the national anthem during games. Mm-hmm. They were trying to make a point. See, 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 we're patriotic. We're whatever, and all sorts of. Um, I forget who said it. I want to say it was Mark Twain. The um, the last act of a scoundrel is always patriotism. Mm-hmm. And you know the NFL in their corporate lust or whatever, they always want to try to you know they they they're spin doctors. They want to, you know, the, everything is about them trying to spin the whole thing. If they had spent as much time actually listening to what the hell he said, mm-hmm. they could have played this into their favor. But like many corporate folks who don't give a damn, they're more worried about their back pocket 
as opposed to the real issues, that's where they mess themselves up. So what is the hope? Do you think you'll be drafted? I would love, you know, put it this way. His numbers aren't bad, right? Look, look. If if um if if uh McCown can play for the Jets mm-hmm. and uh you know Jay Cutler was still getting a paycheck up until he realized that nobody wasn't gonna give him one uh, about a week <laughs> or so ago, look, there are worse quarterbacks in the league than Colin Kaepernick. And Colin Kaepernick's a Super Bowl quarterback. And my yep. thing and see, people forget. Look at that the is turn- true. Look at the turnover of that 49er roster from the day of the Super Bowl till now. The 49ers, you know, the 49ers are only an NFL team in name only. That that's a god they're a god awful team. Now is now is he, you know, does he have diminishing skills? Yes, but he can still help somebody. When you look at all these rag quarterbacks that right. are in the league, are you really going to try to tell me that there are, uh, uh, you know, are you really going to try to tell me that there are 30 quarterbacks better than him as backups? No. Well, I mean. As backups. Not, I'm not talking about starters. I know. Mm-hmm. I, did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. Mm-hmm. But I just think that, you know, people need to understand that the man is separate from his politics and and see and 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 you know that's the thing you know if if he was if he was i you know if he, if he was white they would try to capitalize Cause see look at the lie that they perpetuated with uh pat tillman mm-hmm. and you know if that if now would they have done the same thing if that was Colin Kaepernick, me thinks not. Tony McLean is the editor in chief emeritus of the of BASN Newsroom. We changed that. It's still the Black Athlete Sports Network, but we I almost re- said that correctly. See, I that's almost the, did it. See that? See that's where. See that's where talking. <laughs> I kept my mouth shut. See. No, go ahead. Finish it. No, no it's uh, uh, BASNnewsroom.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, as usual, for saving my neck. Mm-hmm. This is the second time that I have not been prepped. So, Tony, don't thank give you a, once don't again. Give away all your, don't give away all your secrets, man. Well, I, you know, full disclosure. That's all. Full, yeah. full disclosure. Okay. I'm being honest this time. Say hi, to Matt. <laughs> Say hi to Matt next time you see him, will you? Tell him to get his ass on the mound and get to the ballpark on time. I, I'll do that. Please. This has been the show. My name is Michelle Turner. And once again, you never know who's going to be on the show on WNHH 103.5 FM LP.